Hey there, kids. It's me, Oni the Unicorn. And I'm here to tell you that f***ing your dreams ain't cheap. In fact, it costs a f ton of cash to do. So that's why me and the Ono Radio Show need your help. Just go to the website displayed below and hit us up with some cash, yo. One dollar, five dollars, fuck, a million dollars if you have it to spare. Any amount is appreciated. Well, I gotta go because these dreams ain't gonna fuck themselves. See ya! No, 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 no. No, God, please, no. Oh, 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 no. You are listening to the Oh, no radio show. Eat a bag of dicks. Tonight, I'm really excited because I get to introduce to you guys and the world the Price Master. The one and only Price Master. back to another edition the first edition of 2023 of the oh no radio show the first edition yeah the first edition since our christmas since our new year we're here on new year's day and boy oh boy boys not gonna be lying when i say i was maybe just a little just a little tad bit rough this morning now uh, what, what about what about you guys did uh, you, First off, did you have the day off? Did you have the uh, no, no? You had nope. what, what time did you have work there? First off, it's uh, me, myself, Owen, Captain, the shit ship, Mikey B, my mustache muse, and Ty, the lizard wizard, of course, here with me. Uh, but no, Mike. So you 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 had uh, you had to work. What time? You, what time you rolling in there this morning? Uh, so I had to. Well, I had to work yesterday. Today? Uh, oh, I thought you meant uh, yesterday. No, I had I to work today. all yesterday. Today, today, today. Oh, today was off. Fuck that. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, New Year's Eve, yeah, that's no problem. You go into work New Year's Eve. I also had that off, too, but, you know, that just was coincidence. Uh, so, yeah, that's a dangerous thing when you've got New Year's Eve off, then you got to work New Year's Day. Hey, I may, may have been, like, a little little late, but I got there. And, uh, and you know what? I did my duties with my job. And I was able to get through my day, and uh, I was a little skeptical earlier. I'm like, oh, my God, Owen, don't. You have to make the show. You have to make Ono Radio Show. You've got to do this. You have to. Like, and I'm happy to say that after a few claws, I'm back in the saddle, baby. I'm ready to go. Back in the yeah, saddle. Let's do it. Let's do it. Onwards. Onwards, Dude. upwards, so on, so Owen, so you know how I work in, you know, a restaurant. Of course. Um... 
well, you know, all week we've been getting calls about, hey, are you guys going to be open for New Year's, for New Year's Eve? And I'm like, yep, totally open for New Year's Eve. Yeah. And people would say thank you. So in the days, like in the in the last couple of days, we've been getting a lot of people who call in and like, hey, can we make reservations for New Year's Eve? And we're like, mm. yep. And like, and you're going to be open for New Year's Eve? We're like. Well, yeah, if yep. you can make a reservation, then, yeah, we're probably going to be... I mean, we're totally going to be open. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, cool. And so we take all their information down. And they're like, the very end, and you know, some people were smart asking it right away, but we had several people. We'd get to the end of the full conversation. I've taken all their information down. They're like, so uh, are you guys doing, like, a champagne toast at midnight, or is there something we have to buy into, like... Like an is extra a... thing or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Are yeah, you guys yeah. doing like any package. specials that Which is at midnight? And we're like, oh, we're not. We we're, close at eleven. Yeah, we're we're done. Like we're out. By we close then. at eleven, dude. We're not. Why would we stay up until midnight? Well, what time? What time have they made their reservations for? Because clearly they can't make a reservation for that late. If you're like, what would be the latest that you could make a reservation? Probably what, like nine, eight. Eight, I think yeah. is when we were like cutting it. That's like fair. you couldn't make reservations after eight o'clock. So these people expected in their heads if they made an eight o'clock reservation that they would make they would still be there at your place of business. This restaurant, out. not a bar, not a nightclub, a restaurant mm-hmm. at at midnight. And okay, so a lot of that happened, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, were people still mad like on the day? Like, oh, um, what do you mean you're closing at eleven? So my boss uh, told me I could go home about nine fifteen, nine thirty, somewhere in there. Pretty early, guys. Nice. Um, because we had kind of emptied out. Like okay. there was only a couple tables left, and he's no. like, "Hey, man, yeah, no need for you know, go home. Yeah, you, you yeah, know, yeah. go do your thing." Um, I was appreciative, but there were people who were coming in and were just like, "Oh, cool. Um, you know, we'll take a table. How late are you open?" We're like eleven. Mm-hmm. And they just be like, "Oh, never mind. It's a good pregame, whatever." Yeah, get your food yeah. Done. dude, get you can totally get a couple drink, get a couple great drinks, get some amazing food, and then go off to do whatever you want. But I think some people just wanted to camp out at our place, and when we told them we weren't going to stay open that late, I mean, I don't blame them if they're coming in at like ten thirty or something for a couple drinks, appetizer, something like that. We're going to do something quick, like whatever. Like, hey, are you open till midnight? Can we stay here? I would. I don't blame them for asking. It's it's just you're not allowed to get pissed off, right? Like, yeah. like that's the only. And and did you think did you have a lot of that, or were people at least fairly okay this year? The, most people were okay. I don't think we really had anybody who was, I guess, or like pissed off. We had a lot of people like immediately once we tell them, "Hey, we're not staying up. We're not going to be open at midnight." They would just like, "Okay, well, never mind. This changes everything." Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just leave. I saw, I saw, uh, you know, kind of in our, in a well, and just in our mutual discussions, you, you're, you're interested in talking a little bit tonight about. The invitation to go out with younger coworkers mm-hmm. was this on this night or was this uh, previous night? This was a couple nights prior, and holiday up- season. People are getting together, work buddies or whatever, going out having some drinks or something. Yeah, and and the thing is, 
I only have one person other than my boss who I'm actual friends with, um, who I would actually say that at work is my friend. Okay. Everyone else is just somebody who I work acquaintance with. Um, of some description. Yeah. Acquaintance. Um, I'm a really good, I'm a really like, I guess, nice coworker. Like, I don't think any, the only people who don't like me in the store are people whose job I make harder by being like very professional and very good at my job. Oh, okay. So did they, did they get, do they know anything about like the wild and crazy hot taco times of might be outside of work or, or, um, some of them, like I've talked openly, like, oh yeah, I used to be like a drunk, somewhat of like a party animal. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah, enjoy yeah. like doing a lot of things, but like, I don't really do that much anymore. See, at my work, at my work, I tell everybody I do drugs. Uh, I tell everybody I'm drunk or or going to get drunk or like I, everybody knows like they they're they're in on the thing like because I'm like I'm not lying to you people like I, I'm not drunk right now but I'm gonna be yeah, not yet I, I mean you know? <laughs> my coworkers do know that like I smoke weed and that like I do drink alcohol okay yeah, yeah but yeah. they don't really know like to the extent of, of e what of either yeah, right of right, either right. um. And I, but I like to keep people ask people have asked me before, like, you don't really don't really open up about a lot of things other than the fact that, like, you drink and you smoke weed. So, OK, you're you want to keep the like a little bit of the air of mystery a little bit. I just don't like talking about my personal life. Like, so. So, OK, is this the I talk about like the nerdy thing? Like if people talk about like TV shows or interests, I'm like, oh, I've. I've read about that or I've heard hey, about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about yeah, yeah. But but I don't really like discuss what I do when what I you're into work. or whatever. Okay, fair, fair, fair. So I'm guessing you didn't go out uh with your coworkers. No, and I you know, there was a time in my life where if my coworkers asked me to come out, like I was the for I was like recruiting yeah, other people then yeah, yeah, to yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know what? These people as like okay as they are to work with I don't really have any desire to talk with them about their own personal lives. Is it and I don't really want to talk about work when I leave work. So would it be different if they were older? And how much younger is No, younger? honestly, because even the even the guys that uh are my age, I don't really want to go hang out with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. All right, yeah, how much how much younger? I mean, a lot of young like they're like early, early 20s. 20s. Yeah. But my biggest thing is like what are we going to talk about? Cuz I don't really want to talk about work. I'll Wait. be I'll be upfront about that. That's fair cuz that gets annoying too. Like I hate like there are parties and get-togethers that I've been to with a ton of other coworkers and what's like the oh, only man. topic of conversation is what's going on at work and Fuck that guy and that new that one new guy is probably pretty cool and like and like oh this policy is stupid and like you know things like that so I imagine it was probably going to be a lot of that right well and that's probably what I think part of it would just be like hey Mike who are you like oh, what are you getting too what? In, getting too into your business yeah and I mean the other thing is like I also do have to be like a partial leader. Well, if, yeah, sometimes you ha you have management shifts. You're not always like in that role, but you are a yeah. lead. You are like, yeah, you have to 
you can't be going out there and getting like slaughtered. Yeah. And that for me is an issue because like I am very prone to doing that. To getting yeah, to getting really well, I, drunk. I remember when my first year at the factory, uh there was a, a supervisor that he wasn't my direct like report, but like he was still like, uh, he's a super, he's above me, right? In the, in the chain of things, the hierarchy. And I was invited to, it was my first like real invitation to go out and hang with people outside of work. And it was a Halloween party and like everyone, one showed up. It was at kind of like the designated party house, the party animal house type deal. And so it was expected that people were going to get a little wild, but I remember getting maybe a little too wild. Uh, I definitely wore a dress that night. I was, I was, I changed clothing with somebody and ended up in a dress that definitely happened. I, (laughs) I also, I also to this direct like supervisor, not again, not direct to me, but to a lot of the people there, I remember him being just like, you know, fuck this guy. I think to his face while he's there, I'm like, you kind of suck. I don't think I like you. You're, you're an asshole. Um, and you know, it took years to kind of, uh, I, I learned hard through that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, years later, guy ends up being my boss and hires me into his new department that he's created. So it wasn't all like, uh, you know, I obviously wasn't like that, that bad, but it did take a while. You never, you don't want to be, you don't want to be that guy, I guess, you know, just saying, mind your P's and Q's. I, uh, well, well, you got to set lines for work, work people. Yeah, you do. Where were they going? Like, do you know? Uh, They were going to Miller's. Oh, like good old fashioned ale house. Yeah. And I'm like, choice, solid choice. I'm like, man. I like them. I've been to two. I've been to, you know, I went to Ale House, yeah, like a couple like a week ago. Or well, something. the thing is, it's also, it's too expensive to go out and just drink a couple beers because I'm like, well, that's going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I know if I start drinking liquor around these people, it's not good. And one of the guys who is like, we get along pretty well. One of the guys, though, is apparently who I was at his age. Oh, yeah. I am the. I want to get everyone. I will, at my own expense, try and get everyone to be just as drunk as I am. And you're trying to get them to your level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he does it. He's oh, the person who yeah. does it now. He and I'm like, spends all the money he made at the restaurant earlier that day, and some probably get buying rounds and yeah, trying to like buying shots, gross shots try- of stuff that no one really even wants. Like, yeah, it's it's bad. Sh- it's like. Uh, who's doing rumple mints with no, me? I'm like, no, why? Why are we doing these rumple mints? I don't need that. I was going to have a sensible, you know. Uh, I was going to have like a normal, yeah. single whiskey and ginger ale right. and just. Or like, hey, you know, let me get. Can I have a. Can I. I don't know what. I, like, can I have a. Uh, you know, I don't know, a Sam Adams or something, you know? Like, no, uh, guys, <laughs> guess what? I just bought. I just bought all of us. Four horseman shots. We're gonna do them. We're gonna do the four horseman shots. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, by the way? I don't even know what that it's is. It's like Jack, Jim, Jose, and oh. one Jameson, uh, Jameson probably. Oh, yeah. Geez. It's like four names. I've done it before. I can't remember though. There's no way it's good. There's no way it's good. Oh, that, uh, yeah. That, yeah that hurts a little. Or he's the guy that's just like, 
it doesn't feel like the the right place to do it. And he's just going around. He's just like, he's the Jaeger bomb guy, right? Like he's Jaeger bomb, Jaeger bomb. Like that's all doing the Jaeger bombs. Like it, it, that guy, that guy exists. And I like Jaeger, but yeah. can I say like Jaeger is kind of fun now just because I never do it. Like the, the one random time that Jaeger comes around, I'm like, oh yeah. All right. Jaeger. Yeah. Hey. We'll I, feel, I feel like yeah you're, you're right we're at the age now where it's been like we went hard early on in our youth i think all of us mm. have probably like held back on the jaeger situation for quite some time and now it's like you know what i'll have a sensible one jaeger bomb. just just one one okay jaeger i don't yeah, need yeah. the bomb i you don't know, need no, no red bull with it i feel like if i'm if i'm going that way though if i'm going jaeger i might as well bomb it i might as well <laughs> might as well bomb it might as well bomb it that's that's vomit and vomit that's the way that's the way that's I, the way owen was taught I, to drink vomit yeah, and vomit got it exactly exactly can you can you be a like sixty year old man and still doing like oh Jaeger doing bombs like novelty and, uh, shots and stuff at a bar? Yeah, it's like any shot where you have to like cannonball on the like a shot into a beer. No, can you I guarantee be, they exist. Yeah. I know they probably, <laughs> but like, is that guy looked upon favorably at the bar or? I guess it would matter like what bar you're in now. I mean, it's, like it's gonna be a shittier dive bar. You might, see, or you might see this guy at like a, uh, an established old school place, kind of like a, a Johnny's, right? You might see yeah. that guy like at that type of place. Oh, that's Craig. He comes in every yeah. day and gets a <laughs> just drinks nothing but Jaeger bombs. Right. I feel like you get that at the occasion. Like British pubs have this guy. That's the yeah. old. That's the old dude that like. Out drinks all the young dudes. Um, he still gets hammered, but he holds his liquor better than most of the people around him because he's been drinking for so long and his tolerance is ridiculous. Yeah. And and usually in the UK, that guy, they would be like, ah, oh, you see that guy over there? You see Patrick? You see Patrick over there? That's old Patrick. Yeah, it's old Patrick. Fucking legend, mate. Fucking legend. Out drink us all. Yeah, yeah. And like there's a, there's a hundred stories about old Patrick mm -hmm. and all the bartenders could tell you things that you've never and thought he, a 65 year old man would be doing. And he's closer to 70. You know, he's probably closer to 70, but he's still like Patrick likes to still fuck. Right. So he still flirts with all the bitches, like, all the bitches. Like he's still there, like trying. He still pulls a couple like 50 years old. That's the, the thing about him. He's he's kind of a legend. Like that's that is that is a thing that exists. Oh, uh, our friend Glenn Weber in the chat says uh, a guy that age would do an Irish car bomb. Over a Jaeger bomb, he, probably. He probably I could see would. It. He probably would, but I'm not going to say that he wouldn't do the occasional Jaeger bomb. He, like, I feel like he's the guy that does, like, just having a pint of beer doesn't do it for him anymore. So he has to have, like, every order is the whiskey and the beer. Mm -hmm. I also, right. I Chase also, it. yeah, I also knew the guy um, that would, he would go into the pub and order one bottle of red wine, some pretty cheap red wine. The but, cheapest. But he wine. would pour it into a pint glass, like, and, and keep the bottle, and then just fill, like, yeah, he would drink wine, 
like <laughs> buy drinking, the pint glass. Like, yeah, like buy the pint glass, basically. Like hearty, like a Pinot or a Merlot or something like that. Like he was, uh, yeah. That, oh, that stuff will get you fucked, fucked up, up too. And then he, so that's the thing too. He would come in early at say like when they opened at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. He would start his day like that. He'd always go back home, nap, take a few hours. Come back, because he would get smashed, too, like, in this. He would get absolutely Mm -hmm. smashed, wander back home, nap, come back about 7 o'clock in the evening, be completely normal, be totally fine, do it all again, like, several bottles, go, and and I think this was the dude that was trying to bang all the chicks in the pub. Like, the wait staff, the, the, any patron that came in. So... (laughs) Okay, but be, given that I, you know, I work in a restaurant. I used to work with a, this pretty old guy. I say pretty old, forty. I think he was forty six years old. Um, he was a he was a line cook too, like just a regular run of the mill, yeah, almost fifty year old line cook. He was that dude. Like he gave me rides home a couple times, where it's we would get within. A mile out of out of work, at to the very first gas station. Ah, uh-huh. he bought a four pack. We drove to his house to so I could buy weed. Right, right. Why not? Old man sells weed too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he drank all four of those beers on before, before I got home, and then drove me to my house and was like, "Yeah, I'm off. I'm gonna go to the. I'm going to Flanagan's to go like keep drinking." And yeah. I'm like, "You've already had." Four beers, which is a standard six pack of twelve ounces, right? Because they would be, yeah, they would be. I think the equivalent's six, like right yeah, there. Yeah, right? The, there's yeah. sixteen ounce, and then you do the math. It's a six pack, technically, of beer. And now he's gonna go out, and he's probably gonna have. What do you think? Another eight drinks. Well, he told me before he only drinks beer, and so I'm like, I imagine if you're gonna stay out till two, and it's you know 10 30 almost 11 by the time yeah. you drop me off you're probably gonna have another like eight nine yeah. beers yeah. at the bar it happens it happens yeah i can see that and it's probably again he's gonna spend all the money he made as the wine the line cook that day and he's gonna you know it's just a never-ending cycle but you know there's worse ways to live uh, good on that guy good on that guy do you okay? So, what is the draw at that point when you're that old man? Is it just that you boredom can't be home? You're yeah, you're bored. You're maybe trying to get laid. And as Ric Flair just put in his latest uh, documentary, like he went through all these health scares. You know, a lot of it was to do with the fact of overconsumption of alcohol, right? And he had to go to rehab for thirty days, and he had to, uh, you know, sort of clean up his act for a little while, and then they. They had some crazy operation or whatever, and uh, a couple months later, he's uh, he's back to drinking, and he talks about his like he talks about his Michelob. He like starts at five. He has a couple Michelob Ultras. Then he switches, I believe, to Tito's, and has uh, a few. What the, no, 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 no. Tito's. <laughs> I thought that was the exact opposite of how you're supposed to do that. I don't. That's what he does, and he likes his Tito's in the evening to unwind. And they asked him, they're like, Rick, you've been through all this. You almost died. Why? You you even got yourself clean, like to where you like your body 
was like, okay. Okay, you could have not continued, keep, you know, drinking or whatever. And they asked him like, so why, why do you still drink? Because I enjoy it. That's the response. Because I enjoy it. I guess. <laughs> which, I which you know, you kind of have to respect to a certain degree. And that's what I think that this guy does. It's sometimes what I do. I like I, I like. Listen, food. bro. I, I've known these people. My one of my very good friends, Frankie. They literally told him, "Hey, man, mm-hmm. if you don't stop drinking, you will die." Guy. And he was like, "I could still drink a little bit." Dead in three months. Oh, that's the worst. That's my and worst and nightmare. Yeah. That's my worst nightmare. That's oh man. I know the future. It's dude be terrible. Oh, and when they come and tell you like, "Hey, man." It's pancreatitis. You have to stop. I can get a new pancreas. It's cool. No, you can't. <laughs> well, you can, but it's not easy. <laughs> well, a part here's the thing, Owen. Part of you getting that new pancreas is them telling you, hey, man, you can't, can't drink anymore. Uh, well, what if I go to, like, South America? They got... Like I'll do some the, tourism. The over standard here, you know? like rule across the board no, is no, ah, no more drinking, bro. <sighs> yeah, I like it's just while you do the surgery. As long as the pancreas is okay. Yeah, After I got a brand new pancreas. I got tons of yeah. like it's it's like a it's like an odometer. This one doesn't like it's like a new. You engine. totally rolled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put in a new <laughs> engine. I'm good to drink more now. If anything, like now it's <laughs> now it's restarted. Like I can drink. Oh, I'm back to square one. I'm good again. So wait, if you get like a 17 year old's liver who's never drank, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that dude's or or pancreas? I, I don't want this. another alcoholic fucking forty year old's liver. I want I want the seventeen year old fresh liver, right? But what if they gave you a like a, a liver from a guy with like giantism? Oh, that'd be cool. Could I drink more then? Because he's got giant. Probably, probably yeah. right. I don't know it's if it'd be a bigger liver. Probably wouldn't fit in. Probably pancreas. would. Would they have to take? <laughs> they'd have to take something out of me to put that in there because I don't got. <laughs> I don't know. That. All right, just get rid of the appendix while you're at it. No one needs it. Get rid of that and then put make the, a little room and then make a little room and then slide that liver right over in there like that. That's what I feel like they should do. I don't know. It's like, like we double them up. Can I get four kidneys? Ah. Oh. Why you not? Just patch me in. Yeah, patch, patch me, me in. in like two more kidneys, dude. It. I feel like we need to get into like ex- like extreme body modification. That's what this is. Well, it's like surgical. Why aren't we? Yet? Because well, because like yeah, okay. I'm body sure, they're modi- working on No, it. nobody wants us to play God. No, they, it, eat a dick. I want people to start playing God because I want some cool fucking shit well dude we have the surgeries to like make people into lizard people like looking things right with all the horns on them they've got like body modification where they stretch ears and cosmetic things then they've got body modification to a degree of course that you've got trans you know people using like nothing against it but we we can we can do dicks and we can do you know vaginas we can do all sorts of stuff in that realm why aren't we like like enhancing our bodies to where like oh yeah like i got two like extra kidneys you know they're there they're ready to go and like basically like like it, i'm double filtering i've got i've got an extra backup liver i've got hey man i got two hearts because what if if one goes it switches the backup power like one of those ups when your power goes out and your computer stays on 
Like it's a bad, it's like a battery backup for your like everything. I feel like we need to start looking into doing that. What I'm saying is like, you know, if I could get maybe four kidneys and an extra liver, like let's also maybe throw in like two little baby lungs that like, yeah, just run like right behind my regular lungs. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be plug and play, though. Like, instead of making uh, room inside our bodies, they'll make, like, a little port where you just plug into said system, you know? But then it, it's wear like, my kidney backpack for nah, the day. Yeah, see, I don't, wanna, oh. I don't want the backpack. I want, I want, I want, I don't want it to be like a colostomy bag type thing where I'm walking around with my <laughs> extra goddamn heart on my, like, hip. Like, it's. It's like a fanny pack. No, tonight's a, drinking night, baby. I got my, I got my extra, extra filter fanny pack in on. There? I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I get... <laughs> oh, so I, I could have like my drug, like, oh, this is my drug bag. Yeah. I, I wear it and plug it into my little, you know, port here uh-huh. when I want to start doing drugs and drinking it up real heavy. But then and... when I do just go on a regular day's work or I'm going hiking or something. I don't take the I'm, backpack. I'm take, yeah, I'm taking that off. I like that. That's cool. I feel like that's a good idea. Let me, let me, uh, let me real quick. Like I wanted to, cause we were talking so much work stuff earlier. I do need to bring something up was that my, my, my job has a new workplace harassment policy uh, Ooh, fun. That, that has gone, <laughs> that has gone into effect. And those are always fun. And there's always the standards, you know, there's a bunch of the standard stuff in there. It's like, okay, you can't be creepy and, you know, jerk off in plants around women or whatever. Like, I guess that's, you know, I think. Things like that. The, the Louis C.K. clause is in there. The whole, like, uh, Epstein thing somewhere. Is it, no, Weinstein, Epstein. I'll get them all. Make, well, I think it's Weinstein. I'm Weinstein. Thinking, uh, is the yeah. jerking off in the plants. I think that. I hope there's. I, ho- I really do hope that your job has an Epstein clause as well. Like, no oh, yeah. human trafficking at work. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's frowned upon. They That's in there. It's in there. Uh Yeah, it's, it's got all the standard stuff and, like, no bullying, you know, like, all this, right? But there were a couple of, like, additions this year, you know, with this whole, like, everybody being, like, kind of a pussy now. Like, they got to, like, put new things in there. And this this one was good. So, um, no excluding people. Now, that, to me, is extremely broad. Like, what yeah. what do you mean? So, it's like... Um, if I'm going like to lunch, right. And me and my buddy want to just go grab, we're on our lunch break. We want to go. Cause there's several places that I can go at the factory to eat. If I want to go and have lunch, right. With my buddy. And I don't invite, say someone else on my team. Is that excluding someone? somebody else gets a really good raise are they excluding you from not getting a raise (laughs) what if what if how are they what if see okay this is what i had to ask the other day i use the term jabroni as a term of endearment with all of my co-workers right i'm like what's up jabroni like hey jabron jabron malone what's going on so i i'd say that and and i but i only do that to like the ones that i really like and so I actually asked uh, in front of one of the ones I like and in front of what, like this newer girl, I'm like, hey, am I excluding so-and-so if I don't call her a jabroni too? 
And it was agreed upon that, yes, I must, I probably have to call her jabroni so that we're all jabronis, therefore not excluding. Aren't you all jabronis, though, to be fair? I mean, deep down, aren't we all? That's what I'm saying, man. Aren't we all? Don't we all have a little jabroni in us? I don't know. I, I... So are, are they are they basically telling you you can't have like colloquial like friendship know. names for like you can't have nicknames I, well, for each other say, because I, I don't think they're saying that but it's like if you're ex- like say I'm closer with you at Mike at work and than Ty right and we like I have a nickname for you but if maybe I don't like I'm not that close with Ty so I don't have a nickname for him right so Ooh. so like he feels excluded I do. You yeah. know, so now he can go to HR and be like, Owen oh, doesn't have a nickname for me yet. You, you know? better give him special training. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's just so I, I find it weird because it's so like, how the hell are you even going to enforce it? It's one of those right. like, I, I really don't quite understand the the, the broad idea. Um, not. This next one, which is the only other, like, really standout policy from the changes this year, was uh, something that I, I mean, I, I know I can picture it, but it's also just, like, very, it's funny to me to picture someone doing it. And, you know, like, when it comes to, like, harassment, you can, like, you, like they say, like, you can't, like, like, a really big guy can't use his size to, like, you know, like, like tower over people and try and be like a physically dominant, like, like, uh, like I'm a big dude or whatever. And like, like maybe, maybe make like aggressive arm, you know, like, you know, uh, I can't like make imposing, imposing with my body. Right. I mean, that's, that's in there. That's in there. But this is, oh, th- e- these, these guys can all eat a butt. This one goes the step further. It says that, um, Staring menacingly at somebody is now you do prohibited. that all the time. Stare you menacingly. So I do. I do do that. I, I'm a. I stare menacingly at you guys. I stare menacingly just yeah. in life. I just, you know, like there's, there's, and and I, you just get a raise. You you aren't gonna yeah, last long. Maybe no, a couple weeks. But I'm not. I'm not allowed. <laughs> apparently, I'm not allowed to stare menacingly at people anymore. And that's shit, son. Bullshit. So wait, can you give? Can you shoot people like a glance? I don't think so. Like a, I, I feel like that would be, I, yeah, exactly what you just did. I feel like they would term that as staring menacingly at people. I'm trying to give you like a, like a hint, like, like hey, hey man, or like, oh, fucking huh? stop! Really? Do you really mean to say that? Like, huh? You know, like, hmm? What? Do you know how dumb no. that is? Like, mm? <laughs> you know, one of them looks. And I so thought I that's can... better than, isn't that better? Like, giving them a look like that than saying, well, that's fucking dumb. Or, what the fuck are you talking about? Or, why'd you do that? Isn't that better than just to shoot him a look? I would think so. But I guess you can't even do that. <laughs> I mean, I, what they're going to say is, you shouldn't be doing either. Right. But that's I not... think there's how people work i think there's a lot of nuances to like the human interaction at work that you can't just be like oh well you can't use these things oh, then we're gonna lose communication values 
What is That's that? what I feel. Yeah, you're right. What is, what is Norm saying? Does Owen collect skin? Why? Why why would you say something like that? When, and define collecting skin. I don't know how to what how it, it puts it, the lotion on its skin. Do I collect <laughs> skin? I mean if you're talking about the scabs I keep in a little bottle, then yeah. But that's that's just for those are like I air fry them and munch on them. Like, air fry? Oh, oh air man. fry scab. You know, that's uh it's always a nice trick. Do you ever eat your scabs when you're a kid? You ever just pick one and eat one? Yeah, of course. I ate I ate my scabs. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I want Both to... of you guys. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. like, I feel like I'll, I'll cross. Dude, I think it's. I, th- I honestly think it's there, but not scabs. No, nope, I honestly think it's that. how I grew so healthy and yeah, uh, scabby. Well, Ty, you eat your boogers. Like, you yeah, eat... on occasion. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eat a booger, but yeah, some of them. <laughs> I eat all, dude. I eat, I eat all boogers. <laughs> I eat a booger. I I will eat a scab. You lick your you hand ever... after you come. You like like a cat. What? <laughs> I have before. Oh, uh, I mean, you gotta see what it tastes like just one time. Like it comes out of you, bro. Mm. Okay, so um, he's saying he's saying that uh, he thinks coworkers think that I'm intense as fucking collect skin. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that intense with them like uh I, oh, so wait 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 a, a, a friend of ours a crystal piece in the what? in the chat says oh my god she's gonna... i thought girls do that thing where they like oh they do taste themselves oh, all they the do. time all the time finger in stuff's the... like hot and sexy that's the thing that happens now they, they i've finger in the butt you know a little like loop, you know and... taste the battery yeah 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 <laughs> oh I, I can't lick the spot where some cum was, but like everyone else can put their tongue in someone else's own in, in their butthole. Exactly. Like the double standards that we have. Bunch of prudes around of prudes. here. Guys, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Um, It's time that we get into, into something I brought up really at the top, 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 top of the show. And I'm so excited to introduce you guys to the price master. Because the Price Master has been my favorite thing uh, this entire holiday season. It is it is probably the greatest YouTube clip I've found in forever. And it also brings up so many questions about garage sales. Maybe even flea markets or auctions or primarily garage sales, the etiquette all within them and what have you. And, um, and, and that's, um, let's take a little just second here to show you what the price master is, who he is. Would oh, we, price master's so good. Would, yeah. Would, would we, would you like this in your neighborhood? If this was, if this was happening, it, would you, would you not like it in your neighborhood? Uh, and, and we'll describe it as it's going along here a little bit. But I think it's 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 worth us just kind of giving a little bit of a deep dive. What year do you think the Price Master was was created, Mikey? Um, I feel like the video for Price Master, maybe turn of the century. Yeah, we're two thousand one, two thousand two, somewhere. But I feel like Price region. Master himself may have been existence. Since... Oh, it just said it. We're idiots. It just literally said it. It's it's uh okay. Saturday, February tenth, two thousand one, in Denton, Texas. 
Here we go. Ooh. Garage sale here. The price master is is he's running this garage sale. The price master. It's a very well put together garage sale. He's got bunting and yep. like the little like uh, flag strings that you hang around places. Well, that, well, let's first let's first talk about like what you look for in a garage sale. Right. Like I look for a nice sort of like I like for a good couple of signs. Uh, it's positive. Like if they've got like the flag things they've got out there. I like that. I like when um, <laughs> I like when tables are like when, when there's multiple tables of random accoutrement set up. I feel like that this is going to be this is going to be a banger garage set. I mean, it better be. I. I really do like a good garage sale yeah. or a flea market. Flea markets can be a little too much sometimes. Like I like the, I like the closeness of a garage sale. I do if that makes sense. No, I do. I do too. I also I think it's it's a good thing too if there's some sort of clothes rack out there that they has got to be at hang, least one hanging some clothes. Uh, I like gym equipment out there is always a good sign too. Like I like a little gym equipment, you know, going on. But it looks like these people have uh, a, a, an abundance of collectible plates. Collectible plates means that there's some real gems. And they're Star Trek plates. It means they be. will waste money on yeah absolutely anything. Yeah, and so and so this is the the standard of uh, this you know a good garage sale, but this is what the price master has going on. There are a lot of people floating around the garage sale. Is that guy playing a harmonica? But this video was interesting, and I later read that this was this was created. They didn't really know what it was even when they created it, but it, uh, it they they filmed it all. They edited it together, and it found its home on uh, Dayton, Texas's uh, sort of uh, public access. They got it on public access, and it ran yes. it ran late night for years and years and years and years. So. We've got the, you know, opening where it shows a, you know, sort of this is what the garage sale, you know, looks like. And then it goes to this red slide. And Mikey, why don't oh, you man. read the red slide here? I gotcha. All right. The red slide reads as such. Environments are not passive wrappings, but are rather active processes which are invisible. The ground rules, pervasive structures and overall patterns of environments elude easy perception. Anti-environments or counter situations made by artists provide means of direct attention and enable us to see and understand more clearly. So it's a, it's an interesting thing to put at the beginning of this video. Uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what any of that means. If any of it, do, do you know what, does anybody know what this means? I don't know what Does it means. the garage sale bite back? Is this an active garage sale? It is. <laughs> it is kind of an active garage sale. It is. It is. It's, and this is, this, this like is Like a why... haunted house, but it's a garage sale. You can think, buy stuff. Ty, but... you're getting close. I think <laughs> this is this guy's way of trying to say that like artists try oftentimes to create, you know, situations that make you think because they are not regular situations 
So Fair. I think by finally reading this, I'm understanding what Price Master is doing just a little more. A little better. Uh, you'll notice the music that is playing, and this music will play throughout the entirety of the video. I Oh, there's more. There's more here. Too. All right. Humor as a system of communications and as a probe of our environment of what's really going on affords us our most appealing anti-environmental tool. It does not deal in theory, but in immediate experience and is often the best guide in changing perceptions. Marshall McLuhan, the medium is the message. Interesting quote to put there. Interesting quote to put there. Uh, I feel like, you know, I want this music too to have been playing there the whole time while, <laughs> yes. while, while it's going on. And I'm not saying that it couldn't have been because they have a PA that is set up and I believe you'll meet the price master very, very dudes, very dudes. Soon. We got a pregame to get to this fucking thing. <laughs> let's, let's get wild. We're getting there, man. We're getting there here. This is the price That's master. Price master. That is price master. Oh. Ty, you're the only one that hasn't seen it yet. Um, I want to party with price master. <laughs> tell, describe him a little bit for us. Describe him. Man, he looks kind of like a fucking marionette. The way he's moving around. Yeah, like he, he has. He like has. He's... He has a very interesting kind of disturbing way of moving. Like also Marianne. some some kind of Japanese hippie pants, yeah, sort of kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, is his hair actually orange or is that a mask? It's a mask. It's a mask on top of a mask, I believe, okay. kind of thing. Uh, I also love that here's just the, there's some people coming up. Look like some reasonable folk. Raise reasonable Texans that just want to come and check out the garage sale, see what they got going on out there. While the price master is sort of on the steps of the house, which has been made to almost look a bit like a stage. And uh, these people are coming up. They're checking out the wares. We've only seen price master once so far in this video, but don't worry. You'll see more of price master. What like, garage sale item could net us the most amount of money? It's a great question, Norm. It's a great question. I feel like, for me, it's going to be like a, a watch or something like that. I feel like watches do well uh, at garage sales. I feel like you can uh, sell I think we. I think Janine and I have like a painting that we were gifted. Like It's a Norman Rockwell painting that would be kind of pricey. Yeah, but you... I don't know. Like, see, even... I feel like... That you'd be better off selling that online and to somebody who wanted it, it yeah. right? Like a watch, like people understand that, right? Like, oh, this is a good watch. Like, even if you're not shopping for a watch, you might buy the watch. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The price master's back here. He's got a sign next to him. Thank you for shopping here. Your business is appreciated. And he's got a microphone in front of him while he's weirdly dancing as these people come up and the price master will he will speak these people are looking at these vintage got, uh, magazines is that a, that's oh, a, 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 a fdr <laughs> an fdr picture 
very some very Jesus specific. and a colander. Yeah. Frozen meat section. <laughs> a frozen meat section. This is a trip. So, so this guy is interested. There's a guy, a neighbor here, that's interested in this sort of magnifying. Uh, what is it? Like a magnify? Not magnifying glass. Like a microscope. Looks like a microscope. Yeah. yeah. Two views. Yeah. He needs one bad. Mess around with old watches. And stuff. This guy messes around with watches and stuff. This guy knows. It doesn't seem like Pricemaster cares that you smoke at his garage sale either. Yeah, which I like too. I feel we should yeah. talk about this because that's that's um that is a thing like that I feel like should be part of garage sale etiquette. You should be allowed to peruse the merchandise while smoking. That's a, a personal opinion. Uh, but I, I think garage sales, you're outdoors. As long as I'm not coming into your garage with my lit cigarette, as long as I'm down, like, that's when you have to put it out. But if you're coming, like, just up my driveway, you're allowed to smoke at my garage sale. Probably. I feel like that's the right way to do it. Amazing to me how they, like, even forge that stuff. Finally, the price yes. master has The price spoken. master speaketh. Make me an offer, he said. Yeah, but it sounded way more boo. It was like, make me an offer. Make me an offer. This is awesome. So, Price Master is just wanting people to, yeah, make me an offer. See, take a check. Take a check. Uh, I'll give you seventeen ninety-five. This guy says seventeen ninety-five. But only in check. You want seventeen thousand dollars for that? <laughs> you will take a check for seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah. Good morning, so, sir. Hey, beer. It's not just for breakfast anymore. I like this guy too. He's going to garage sales, drinking a beer. Drinking uh, a beer. Also, as part of etiquette of garage sales, drinking a beer. I feel like it's legal. I feel like you're good. I feel like yeah. you're I think, allowed. I think you should be able to drink a beer and smoke a cigarette. Yeah. While I peruse. Now, obviously, I don't have many hands for perusing your things. Sure. But it's honestly better for you because I'm not fingering up all your goodies. That's Yeah. I'm just checking out what's going down. All right. We'll move on here. Speak, he speaks Spanish as well. Damn. He scared some people off now. 
I think they're more scared by the Spanish than. Oh yeah, they Price are. Master. Than Price Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be the. They case. They can deal with a little weird Price Master, but. The key. Not Spanish. This is. I would probably just bring a lawn chair. Price Master's been asked about a, uh, a, a cru- bronze crucifix. Yeah. He's deliberating for quite a while. Yeah, too, he doesn't. Like... He doesn't know how much he wants to charge yet. <laughs> oh, these wonderful signs themselves are worth it. <laughs> These old ladies love the Price Master. These old ladies, they're just cracking up at Price Master. What are these plates? $150,000. Oh, shit. This guy just can't afford it. Can't afford it. I mean, I think I think you uh, you kind of get it. How about five? (laughs) (laughs) So I just love the idea. There's a guy. There's a guy in, you know, a neighborhood. Fucking around with people like this, like we we need more price masters in our lives. I also want to <laughs> I also want to figure out like who who is the price master to you? Looking at that character, right? Is he from? I've heard like internet theories think that he may be from the future. You know, like oh, he shit. might be a future man, and that's why his prices are so high. You see. Because he could be a time traveler that has come back, knows, like, there's inf- inflation has gone wild in the future. And so, therefore, things are worth a lot more money, you know? Like, he... Yeah. He, no, I think, I think if we really want to get at this, we got to look at those, those quotes from the beginning of the Price Master yeah. video. Yeah, we do. I think... Price Master is an artist, man. Because oh. what do you expect when you go? He said about setting up anti-environments mm. or these these contrary contrarian situations that would help us defi- that well, he defines his art as. That's real. So, that's real world, man. I'm talking <clears throat> kayfabe. The character of the Price Master, right? Price Re- Master, the character. He had to have come from. I think. Did you see those legs? They were intergalactical. They, I think they have that extra little hinge. Oh, so they, they're like, they, he's like bat, like goes to the side. His legs bend outwards as well as, and then order. come back in kind of like a crab man with two, just two legs, kind of crabby in a way. And you, well, I think he was doing a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I think he's like with those weird leggy things. This could be space kangaroo. Space I s- kangaroo. There's some. Can- <laughs> I see some kangaroo attributes. I mean, I think I crab people is on the lit uh, possibility with. Uh, he could um, also be. I feel like it could all. Price master could 
indeed be a robot. You know, he's programmed to give you the best, you know, price that he can be. Robot's a good guess. That's why he takes his second because they you he he's asked about what you know the price is, and then he has to think for a second because the algorithm. It's like when you ask Siri something and it takes two seconds. It's like. I just searched it like the all the databases, right? And now Price Master has to then okay, I got yeah, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You know, what if Price Master or El Maestro de Preseo? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What if, what if he's like, you know, that Spanish was not, wasn't for nothing. That was he's. What if he's like an Incan god? He could be with and that that's gold mask. The gold mask. And that's why he wears the mask, too, because you can't look at the face of a god. No. You can't handle that. Can't handle that. That's also why he wants a lot of money because he's a god. And he needs your sacrifice. Maybe Price Master has fallen on hard times, too. Like he's a god that needs to get rid of his, you know. Work, well, I mean, his weight bench you... and his and his Ronald, you know, FDR poster and his Ronald Reagan collectible plates or whatever he's got over there. But you know, does anybody uh, ever agree to paying him what? What do you have to watch it? Just just go to YouTube. Look look for the Price Master. Everybody out there, that's your homework. He is he is part of uh, the mythos now of the Ono Radio Show because whenever we have to like, I think ask like what, how much does that cost? You know, or what should it cost? The price master needs to be consulted first before anything else. He, he is part, he is part of yeah, absolutely. Like the uh, you know, yeah, the mythos of of our show. And I and I and I, I because I could sit and watch him all day. Ty, I asked you earlier, would you be mad if this guy was in your neighborhood and Mikey, you? Not me. Shit, I like I said, I'd I'd bring my lawn chair. I might try to find a deal if if possible, but I want to watch would all you, day. Would you be mad if you like actually really wanted something and he kept quoting you like yeah. stupid prices? <laughs> like would would he make you mad? Like I do want this Dale Earnhardt coffee maker or whatever it is. I'm like, wondering how far he'll haggle because haggling's part yeah. of the part of the thing, right? You saw somebody offer five afterwards, but that was the end of it. <laughs> Price well, maybe you just got to come back at him with like, well, no, that's a bad idea. Never mind. Uh, there is Look a- at it. I, I think the only, this would get really tiresome, though. <laughs> you know, if this is what this guy does every weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. do you find yourself as his neighbor going out on the weekends? Because you're like, God I can't damn it, deal dude, with Price Master again. Price oh, Master I- is. <laughs> OK, so we- week one, you're oh. like, oh, okay. uh, Doug's pretty- doing. That's interesting. Yeah. Garage sale, okay. That's an interesting way to do garage sale. But by like week four, you're like, bro, not a not another weekend of price math. You see him like setting price master up, like yeah, yeah. Friday night, the curtains going up, uh, the, the PA's being dragged out, like the microphones there, like it's ready to go for. You can see him like he's standing morning. in front of the microphone at like eleven o'clock on Friday Practicing, with the price master yeah. thing. In his pajamas, Going. doing check, 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 like just making sure it's good. Five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. He's on to okay. his buddy. He's like, Mike, Mike, more reverb, more reverb, like more. Turn it up. Yeah, turn it up. A little Rank it yeah, up. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Five hundred. There we go. Perfect, perfect. I wonder how long too, because I feel like, 
I, I would like to know how dedicated to the bit he would go, right? Like, how long does Price Master do Price Master for? Is it, does he come out in blocks? Is he Mexican luchador? Like, and nobody knows who nobody he is knows. other than Price Master? I feel like it should be. I want it to be that. Hopefully. Have garage sales changed since we were kids? Are there less garage sales than when we were younger? Okay. It's weird because we like going as we grow up, we kind of go in and out of phases, right? Like yeah. I remember as a kid, we we probably all went to more garage sales as a kid. Oh, and then a lot. Stop going. I used to love my neighborhood was a pretty big neighborhood, and it was one of those that had the garage sale weekend thing, right? Yeah. Where, like, everybody yeah. would do it, and like it was awesome. Like, like I'd either I'd either like save up my allow, I'd yeah, I'd save up my allowance, like, and like I'd get ready for it. Like, I'm gonna buy some total junk at some of these garage sales. Let's go. <laughs> Baseball cards, the, uh, comic cards, yeah. fucking weird toys, video games, of course. But that that was rare. To that was get rare. A video game. That was rare. I like we get we have people will do independent garage sales around here, but it doesn't seem like I just I don't think people do garage sales as much anymore now. I feel okay. like it's all gone to the internet, right? Well, yeah, I'm gonna say you think about it like this: there used to be no way for you to sell your shit basically in a garage sale format other yeah. than the garage sale yeah there was no way to do it so yearly you'd call you'd gather all your shit and then eventually you'd sell it nowadays when you come across something you don't want anymore you have facebook marketplace and within 10 minutes if you really don't want it you can have it on there in the for free section and it's gone it's gone exactly and so, and so you just do that all the time so you never accumulate enough stuff to necessarily need to have a garage sale because you'd have what one table well you guys go on occasion right like you'll randomly go if nowadays there, if there's or never if there's one close enough to me and yeah. i'm not busy yeah sure i'll pop by it or something if me and Teresa are on like a walk like that's you know all right why not we'll pop in have a look at what they got going on over here but i don't i'm not going out of my way if i if i'm driving i'm not necessarily like making a st- stop at a garage sale i don't think it would have to be that was that was more me like yeah i would just be driving through a neighborhood dropping off some things be like oh look at this little garage sale with this one thing that looks cool from my car and i bet these people want weed right yeah but you go you look and then you find some like random weird piece of art or some shit back and you're like all right i'll take that why not What's your best garage sale find? <laughs> I have gotten a couple random weird pieces of art that turned I, into shit I could like make into other art. But did you get your Queen Elizabeth at a garage sale, or what, no, what was that? Not a, what, no. Wasn't it that was <laughs> that was Glenda Hood, by the way, local. Yeah, Orlando. but it was made to look like Queen Elizabeth. It was. It, where did that come from? Tie hands. That, this, do you still have it, or did that end up somewhere else? No. That was one of that my was, favorite pieces. That was that one Ty of my ones had. I left as I was leaving ah, Florida. I was like, I, I'm going to leave it. So it was but Glenda yeah. Hood as Queen Elizabeth. And then you even had her dressed up with like, you'd put like. Uh, no, that was how it. Oh, it came that's like how that. it came that way. Yeah. With like a necklace was, and shit on it. So it was mm. like a velvet painting. And it was so they hired this local artist. I don't remember who it was, but he his terms of doing it was. 
yeah, I'll do a Glenda Hood. Just I'm going to do it however I want. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and, and they paid him to do that. And they made like, it was green. Like the skin was green. Oh, it was crazy hair. looking. It was awesome. We should, do you have a picture of that great. somewhere? Somewhere. I'll post so, in the yeah, group. Yeah, if you can find yeah. a picture of that, that was great. Uh, I thought that might have been like a garage sale fine, but I, I see, I can't think of any. That really... came from like Shine, if you remember uh, the yeah. Shine Salon. I can't remember. Like, I don't think I've had many, apart from when I was a kid. I got a bunch of good Power Rangers figures as a kid because a mom was mad at her son. And so, like, I bought all his, yes. like, brand new figures because she was like, "You, I'm making you sell them. And she was selling them like, no, you need to get them, like, $5 for, like, the whole thing. And, it, you know, like, it was like, <laughs> and he had, like, all of them, too. Like, even, like, the big dudes and, like, the the, oh, yeah. the bad guy and shit. Megazord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, was. whatever the fuck they're called. So, we ha- I had those. I, ha- I got, I made sure, like, I got the one where it was the, I think it. Oh, yeah, it was Green Ranger. Uh, yeah, you know, remember they flipped their heads like you could flip the button on the back, I think it was. And then like the Power Rangers figures and they would like go from wearing the mask to not wearing the mask and their head would flip like so it was like it had two heads on it. And you'd flip I do it one remember way. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember getting a bunch of those. I remember getting like I wasn't even a baseball fan, not even close, but some guy was selling his whole collection or something for like 20 bucks. And I remember buying them. And I do actually I never did anything with them, but I remember a friend of a friend um, had like one of those magazines where you'd look up like, like it was almost like a pricing magazine for baseball cards. And then you could find out what like it was worth or whatever, Uh, like one of them. And I remember finding, I can't think of what that's I remember finding a bunch in there that more than paid for like what I bought the box for or whatever, like some rookie cards. I still never did anything with them. And like, yeah, like those ended up probably getting punted in the trash, but I don't think I I don't think I ever found much more than that. So <laughs> can I tell you living um you know I used to live on a golf course uh, the Great Outdoors mm. and my dad was the head of maintenance for the Great Outdoors. So basically anytime somebody would put something out at the street and a guest would complain my dad would have to go pick it up. Ah. But these people threw away so much perfectly good shit good it shit. wasn't yeah. It was not like he had to go garage sailing ever because for like 20 years he lived where they threw away all the best shit. And they were they not allowed to do garage sales in that neighborhood? It was a yearly thing. They I had would one be like garage the one, sale. Yeah, the one big one and that's it. You couldn't you couldn't yeah. just randomly do one on your own or something on a Saturday if you felt like it. Like No, and honestly because uh for the most part, you know, you weren't allowed to just drive back there. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was close it to was, the public, essentially. Like it, you're, you, you got to have a reason. You got to have somebody going to visit. You got to live there to get back in that neighborhood. I yeah. My parents lived there for a while too, so I'm familiar. And so, like, my dad would just come home with all sorts. Like, we had generators, we had fucking pressure washers, couches, all. Bike. We had so many bikes at my parents' house. Like. And they were all perfectly fine. And I never knew why my dad never sold any of it because he literally could have been the fucking first Gary V with all this bullshit that he would bring home. Yeah, I I always kind of I I had a really strong affinity for like dump, not dumpster diving. But when living in college apartment complexes, yeah. there's that time of year where like all like the kids move out and you'll find, well, they can't take all this shit and. 
you find some good stuff just sitting right by the dumpster. That would it would come home sometimes. Like I've gotten couches, I've gotten free. Yeah, yeah but that's not garage sale. That's just like all right. It's some opportunity here, like the first one that gets it, and hopefully it's not raining, you know, like it or hasn't rained the night before or something. So you get like the couch that just went out there, or the you know the new coffee table or whatever. I, I, I used to do pretty good like that. Man. I mean, you know, normally I complain about Trash Mountain, but they there is some nice stuff that ends up just thrown away. Because I think the apartments, if you don't take everything out, they just empty it and throw it there at the dump site. Yeah, that's probably what it is a lot of the time, yeah. And there's some nice stuff out there. But uh, I am always very wary about picking up or taking any of it. I'm like, man, I don't know what person's home this came out of. And that might be uh, yeah, like you do disgusting. Worry. Like, now that I've gotten older, like, I, as a kid, I would never earn or you know, college age, I'd still call myself a kid, you know, college age, you know, kid. I wouldn't care about like, ah, there might be like ticks in this or fleas or like, you know, something like that. Like, or, or I don't know, like this might just have come all over it. I don't know. It would, it, it just wasn't even a thought. It's like, well, all my stuff has fleas and come all over it anyway. So it's just going to be, you know, <laughs> part of the, cl- part of the club. I do like this, though, from the chat room. Harry Muffson, uh, I found a set of Playboy calendars once. Bought all five for 30 bucks. It was 1958 to 1963. Hell yeah. That's a good find. And I feel like that would actually, like, like that's worth more than 30 bucks, I could see. Like, I feel like you would find if if they were in 30 bucks is garage sale expensive, though. It is garage sale expensive, but I feel like each one of those, you could probably, if they were presented, like, right, or they were in good enough condition, you could probably sell each one of those for 25 to 30 bucks. And if you got five of them, I feel like you're doing all right, you know? Okay, so do you remember... I, I don't know. I feel like there was always this idea about garage sales. It was like cool you know i'll sell my stuff because at least i'm not gonna use it someone else is gonna get some use out of it yeah like i have like a lot of the times it was stuff that were like um gifts sometimes you'd get that you didn't really want or you and maybe it was like um a second gift you know like yeah. like oh somebody bought like a like a pot a set of pans or pots or something and I already got one that I like. I don't need this one. So I'm going to sell it like that. It was that so, it was it was excess stuff. It was like, oh, I got a fan that I don't really need. I got a random, you know, so remote control I, to a game console that no one has anymore. Like, things I like feel that. like that. Uh, Well, I feel like that sense of like, cool, somebody else is going to get this and enjoy it. I feel like that's all gone because everybody knows now that. Everyone who shows up at a garage sale is now just a reseller. Yeah, see, like, that's like, and there are people now that go there. They're not looking for just the random thing that they might end up just if they need it purchase on Amazon. They're not buying a my my wife's old um, straightening straightening iron or something like that, right? Like yeah, they're they're going and buying that for ten dollars on Amazon. So the people that are actually there are are looking for rare vintage resellable stuff i think yeah i think the art have you ever is gone like, i think the art of the garage sales it couldn't i think the only thing it can be good for now is possibly collectibles 
but that's about it. Maybe bigger furniture, you know, like maybe, yeah, maybe. But no one's buying but it, a cool jacket, a cool like something like random clothing article might be. But that falls but into collectibles thing, to me, really. I think once, um, like once IKEA came in, mm-hmm. the idea of like durable, long term furniture is done. Yeah, people like everybody yeah. who's too furniture is too expensive. Everybody who's poor just buys the cheapest, shittiest that, stuff mm-hmm. they can get a hold it, of. It will make it through one move from apartment to apartment, but they yep. but it's that's that's the most you get is one move out of it. After that, you're throwing it away on the next move. Uh, I I tend to like as I've gotten older with that. I hate that stuff, and I do like. It's not that I've invested in like good furniture, but I've invested in some more old, sturdy pieces that have lasted me like years and years. And it's I, I feel like that's the better way to go. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I would I would be that guy that would see like, OK, that's a really nice like end table made of like good wood, solid construction, something like that. I'd be more apt to buy something like that at a random find at a garage sale than a lot of other things. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm on my own there. Too. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> that was, that was another thing always like coffee, coffee tables and end tables. I don't know why those were always like key items at garage sales. Yeah. But a good coffee table. I mean, I like a good, I like, I, I don't even have a coffee table in my house, but I like a good coffee table. <laughs> I'm still going to eye that. Coffee table. Yeah, I'm right still there. gonna look at it and think about if I have the space and still know that I don't, but I'm gonna look <laughs> at it. Yeah, I man, I went to like a resale shop recently where it took all the joy out of the resale shop because it was it was the resale people that had a resale shop. So like you're not finding the random shit. It's a store. Yeah. So they, they know what they that, have. They know what they have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was stuff in there I would like come across and be like, "Oh shit, what is this?" Like random one-off Star Trek. I shouldn't say one-off, like a small batch of Star Trek shirts that are ridiculous or a tour shirt from like Run DMC or some shit. Yeah. That's and you're cool, like, "Oh my yeah. god, I would probably buy this." But what How do much they want? They want like what? Like $90 oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, and it's like yeah, no, 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 no. You took all the fun out of it. I, I don't care even if you're making a little bit extra on it, but no, I'm not coming here to spend that's fucking... A, yeah, that's the type of thing. Like, I think we'd all, for something like that, be okay. Like, even if it was, say, 40, 50 bucks, I, it's crazy, but I still think that that's like, okay, I understand it a little bit. Like, yeah. it, that, that would make sense. But when it gets to like, yeah, for a t-shirt, 60, 70, 80, 90, like, nah, dog. There was stuff that I probably would have bought if it was something that was normal resale price. You know what I mean? Whatever that may be. But Do you remember but, for a little while, like, I think it's kind of close to what you're talking about, Ty, you saying with the reseller shots. But I want to say uh, 2008. 2013 there was a phenomenon of the ebay store the ebay store do you remember yeah. ebay stores yeah, lot, the movie they the were eBay they store. were independently owned they would 
essentially like it was a store where like yeah they'll sell your shit for you they take a cut of it but then they could almost like they would sometimes buy it from you if it was something that they thought oh like someone recognized as desirable they would buy it from the person then they would resell it for this like even more i think that's kind of like the same thing but those have all gone now right there's no more ebay stores well it's because back ebay was was still like idea Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and eBay was still mildly cumbersome back then. Um, it wasn't really anything that you could do now just because everything is literally so you're doing it from your phone. Um, back then, people didn't have like camp, like the camera equipment wasn't yeah good enough. So they needed people to like actually take good pictures, actually just like write the description properly, price yeah. it, do all that. Like me, people, I guess, just even in general, right? Like with technology, they have a good camera. They're a little bit more fluid with how the goddamn internet works and selling things online. Yep. Like now, I think Offer Up and things like that, like those types of apps, like Facebook Marketplace, even right, that killed the eBay store. Yeah, because you don't need oh. anybody to do to sell your shit now because it's literally take the picture, plug the picture in here, write the couple words, and you're yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no, yeah, I just I found it all interesting just because like Price Master sent me on like a wave of emotions of talking about like garage sales and again like all the different like reselling like ideas, but that's just that's. Let's go ahead and say thank you, Price Master, as a collective, because thank oh, yeah. you, thank you, Price Master. Thank you, Price Master, for showing us like that garage sales can be a thing. How much do you think he uh, values this episode? Like or values Oh No Radio Show as a whole? Like how much does Price Master think this is worth? I hope Price Master thinks this is worth one dollar. One <laughs> thousand and two dollars which is a lot which is like very low for him right like price master one hundred and fifty million dollars and like like he switches it for us he goes like whatever the weakest currency is like you know like pesos ah shit we're fine uh, before we go to break and uh, and move on with our evening, um, I do have to say that did you guys did you guys get a gift from Tom? I got a gift from Tom. I got I got some art too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, I think he likes me the most because he got me a beanie. But uh, oh, beanie. He, yeah, he got me a beanie, and I don't think I can wear this like literally anywhere, but here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put it on just so everybody don't be a pansy. Well, no, I just I certainly I don't think I'm gonna I get away with a lot of work. If only I can get away with this one here. Uh, this is my new <laughs> eat a yes. bag of dicks. Uh, this is my beanie? new eat a bag of bag of dicks beanie. Can you uh, check out the, the impressive, pretty, pretty sweet? Oh, it's pretty solid. Pretty sweet yeah. logo. Pretty sweet stitching. I here. feel like you might be able to get away with that. You think so? I'm, I could wear that to the pub, maybe. I wear it to the pub. No way yeah, to work. you know, <laughs> it, it, I need a bag of dicks beanie. I could probably wear. 
So, yeah, I don't know if it's, you can get away with it at work, but every literally anywhere else. There you go. Like it's, again, quality the quality stitching. That is pretty great. There, thank you, Tom. <laughs> he is the best. The clip commander. We love um, you, Tom. We will, be, we will be playing clips in the second segment, so don't worry about that. But uh, you'll get those on Ono 2.0 probably most weeks. Most weeks moving forward, where we're kind of. Shuffling things around, you know, keeping the show fresh, if you want to say that, for the new year of 2023. And we'll be doing a lot of, um, I'm just going to kind of be doing a lot of, uh, you know, sort of switching it up while keeping it the same. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think we need to do some new stuff for absolutely people who listen. And I think you just got a taste of one of the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Now in this new year, yeah. Uh, oh, and what what we end up calling this? We haven't come up with the full name of it, and that's why I'm just kind of okay. keeping it on the on on the down low for now. But uh, but yeah, um, we're gonna be moving just in slightly different directions, and I think that some of these things will help us sort of um, build new listeners, also keep the old, and and uh, and as we and as we do, absolutely go to break. Just gotta say that Hooters is making a massive mistake. Hooters is is trying to rebrand, and you know how big of a fan I am of Hooters. But they, mm-hmm. but they are, they are, tr- they're gonna shut down all branding operations here. It seems like they're gonna rebrand. Hooters is gonna rebrand because they think that millennials they don't like tits anymore, and they're and they think that. Uh, is it going to go to butts? I feel like it it's, the, it's the natural way to go. I feel like we call it hootie booties. And uh, uh, I, think, I, I was I mad we, at first, but now I'm kind of excited. I feel like we might be in, uh, like, this might be something that brings us into 2023, you know? Like, we're going to 2023 with hootie booty. And, uh, yeah, they can have that one. Just, um... I posted in the chat, but the the United States identifies as a booty. It's a booty country. place. It's a booty place, I guess. What? Yeah. It's yeah. It seems like over the, boobs. It seems like the tides. At least in the Pornhub and tides and have whatever. turned. Tides have turned. <laughs> UK still still a titty still a titty country. But, Man, you know, why, are, why are country got be about booties? I like boobies. I like both. I like them both. I like them both. But, I, but if I had to pick one. Think I'm going boobies more than I'm going booties. Just saying, <sighs> just saying. It's tough. I know it's tough. Can't really have it, one. It, it's hard. You can't, you can't. That being <laughs> said, we have uh, yeah, we have transitioned as a nation. I think uh, chat room, Rich over there. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is that we have we have moved from being more of a boob central centric country into more of a booty centric country. Yeah, that's what we'll end this portion of the show with. If you're listening on the podcast, be on the lookout for later on in the week where you're going to get your second dose of the Uno Radio Show with a little bit of 2.0. And um, we will be back if you're watching on Twitch in just a few minutes with exactly what I just said. So stick around. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash ONRS. Please, if you're not already in there, hit up the Facebook group 
facebook.com slash groups slash oh no radio show if you ever want to find us on the twitch twitch.tv slash onrs live and uh, boys what do we say when we get out of here fuck Uh, your your dreams dreams. we'll see you in just a few